0: Hello, friends, welcome back to another question and response moment on the Commoners Communion podcast. Thanks again for sending in your questions and thoughts. Please keep sending them into to email, strawn at commonerscommunion.com, subject line, podcast, q and um, or just try and fire me something through on Instagram. I'll do my best to follow it there too. This week's question is from Stephen who asked me, how can we know God? It's interesting because just this week, actually, I was talking to somebody, and in one of the one on one conversations that I do through Communist Communion there, and they were saying, sort of, that they understood that God was good theologically and mentally, that sort of they know that that's what the Bible says and that's what they're meant to believe. But that deep within themselves, trusting that God is good. In the face of so much suffering and difficulty um, in the world, is was incredibly difficult for them to do. And their question was, "How can I? How can I believe that God is good? How can I know that?" And I feel, in some ways, what you're saying is, "How can we know God is the same?" Is that how can we, if I'm understanding you right, Stephen, is how can we really, deep down, have some kind of relational? experiential understanding of God beyond just, you know, because the Bible tells me so, or because my pastor tells me so, or even worse, because I'm afraid of the consequences uh, of my life or eternity if I don't. The way that I approach knowing God, and there's, there's never just one dimension. Everything is multiple dimensions, I think, in life and in theology and with God, but I'll share with you sort of what I responded to my friend who asked the question about knowing whether God is good the other day. Is that ultimately, beyond the sort of rational functions and the way in which we feel we're meant to believe and trust that God is good or that He exists, is just the deep experience of choosing to discover God in your everyday life. And what I mean, what I, what do I mean by that? What I mean is that if you are struggling to believe that God is good, I highly doubt that coming up with the right theological formula is going to convince you of that in any deep and meaningful way. The only way to really know if God is good is to make space to sit with Him in your life and to wait. Without judgment or assumption but to place yourself before God and say, God, if you're good, I need to know it from you. I need to experience your goodness. I need to have some sense or semblance of the meaning of what it means to be good, for you to be good in my life. And I think it's the same with knowing God. Knowing God isn't about right theology. Knowing God isn't about having the right ideas or doing the right practices in your life, at least it's not those alone. Of course, those things are great. Knowing God is actually ultimately about creating spaces in your life to develop an awareness and a relationship with Him. And I think sometimes we look at knowing God as a moment in time in which we are convinced by some theology or an experience permanently that God is there and real and will never doubt it again. And yet in my experience, and surely the experience of almost everyone I know, that doesn't happen. No matter how many experiences of feeling or understanding or making sense or knowing in your soul that God exists, there is a continual coming back to faith and saying, I need to rediscover this in a new way in this particular time and place of my life in which I'm seeking to know him. And so the way that we know God really is by committing to an ongoing relationship with Him, trusting that His Holy Spirit and the promise of His Holy Spirit is true, that His Spirit will and does dwell within us and speaks to us, but that the way that we access that reality is by bringing ourselves to the table of communion with Him daily. Now that might look like reading the Bible or it might look like sitting in silence or both. It, could, it means it definitely means going to church and being part of the community of God and taking sacrament. It means understanding theology. It means seeking experiences of God and making theological sense of stuff. But more than all of that, the way that we know God is simply by committing to an ongoing discipleship and walk with Him in all of those ways. Maybe another way of thinking about it is this. How can I know if someone is the right person to marry? Well, there are some key indicators, you know. Uh, You love each other, for starters, not just with an emotional love, but with a deep, human, committed love. Um, That it makes sense that you both want the same things, that you both see the world in a similar way, that there's a cohesion and a joy and a friendship but ultimately you can't really know somebody until you actually make the commitment of marriage because it's not until you're married and you're in a permanent commitment that you really discover who that person is when the rubber hits the road, that you have sexual and physical intimacy with them and you know them in a bodily unified sense, that you know them as you share parenting and finance and household. So the question of knowing isn't a single event. The question of knowing your spouse is an ongoing event. And it's the same with God. How can we know God? We have to continually rediscover Him in an ongoing relationship, committed to trusting that He is there and He will answer. And if that sounds like circular reasoning, then, well, (laughs) it is. Because we live in a world that says, well, unless you can scientifically prove it, it doesn't exist. But I would argue that, well, how can you know? How do you know gravity exists? How do you know anything in the world If you have to understand how the mechanics of a plane engine works before you get onto a plane, you'll never get on one. But you have a fundamental faith and trust that that plane will carry you to your destination because you're trusting those who are passing on the story of the mechanics and the engineering. You're trusting those who have experience in it. You trust that you can take a breath because you can trust oxygen because you just do it. (laughs) And if you, you can't hold your breath and wait to understand the mechanics of oxygenation of your blood and the way it brings life uh, before you can breathe, otherwise you'd be dead before you can understand it. So we live in this paradox of humanity in which we throw ourselves an abandonment of trust, and in doing so, we seek to understand it. In theology, we call this faith-seeking understanding. Another, or as, as one person said to Jesus, Lord, I believe, help me believe. Or, as the disciples said to Jesus after he said, If you don't, basically, if you're not a cannibal, you can't be my disciple. And everyone leaves him saying, We can't believe this stuff. And he turns to his disciples and said, Are you going to leave too? And they said, Where could we go, Lord? You have the words of eternal life. In other words, though you offend us and you don't make sense and we can't kind of grapple with reality here, deep down, ultimately, we know you're there and so we stay with you. So. How can we know God? First of all, it has to be a relational experience, ultimately. It has to be a relationship of continually coming to God to understand. I hope that helps, Stephen. Um, I hope that helps everyone who's listening and that I haven't confused you even more. But I do think what what, what I'm trying to explain is redefining culturally what we mean by know from a rationalistic scientific worldview which is one-dimensional and isn't actually the way in which we treat all life anyway, to a more theological view in which knowledge comes through relationship, primarily with God and then with everything else in creation. And therefore, to know God, we must make the commitment to relate to Him. Thanks for listening today. Thank you, Stephen, for sending in your question, and blessings to you all.